Hello everyone, welcome to the 11th episode of our podcast when we met. Uh and I got some pretty interesting comments to the last episode and uh which which started with the most basic question as to why have we named this entire podcast show and the series as when we met. There's a very simple reason behind that. Uh and that is because whenever I meet some new people uh the initial conversations that I have with them are so interesting that I feel very inspired by them uh and if you my if you guys must have noticed that that the conversation that we have had with people on this podcast uh are someone whom we have never met before or whom we have not spoken to before and those guys are not my friends so the conversations become even more real and more you know genuine so that's why we named this podcast as when we met and uh, because i do the programming of the entire show and that's a pretty sad job that i have but then my team and they decided that okay this women's day is coming which i completely forgot and they wanted me to have a guest on the show uh, for this episode where you know i i had to look out for people who have done uh, relevant work uh, in gender equality or building a community uh, so the first name that came to my head was uh, the founder of women's web because in january if you guys remember we pfa had collaborated with an event called orange flower festival which was uh, an event by women's web if you guys don't know about women's web women's web is a media tech company which enables women to share real stories uh, which and that's a leading resource for women in india and it's not just like an online portal but they also do some really cool events across the country uh so in the 11th episode of our podcast we have aparna vedpuri singh hi aparna hi pavan thank you so much aparna for uh, being on this episode i know this was on a very short notice uh but hopefully we have managed to do this so once again thank you so much uh, for being on the show I hey, that's cool I'm so happy to be joining you. <laughs> so I I know about women's web because I have been Shitija has been part of it. Uh, I was there at the event. Uh but for somebody who's listening to this podcast and listening about uh your community and company for the first time, how do you mm-hmm. describe what women's web is for them? So can you just right. start with that? Sure. Uh, so, uh, Women's Web is essentially a digital media platform uh, that's all about enabling women to tell their own stories. Uh, because we firmly believe that every woman has a powerful story to tell, uh, which could, you know, inspire others, which could tell another woman that she's not alone, uh, which could just share some useful, interesting insights that would, you know, help another woman in her own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an extension of what we do online, which is, you know, bringing women together around these stories. we also do it um, on ground uh, in the form of interesting events mm-hmm. built around uh, you know common interests that women may share so for example we have an event uh, you know the one that you guys were a part of mm-hmm. the orange flower which is really all about uh, bringing women in online spaces content creators together mm-hmm. uh, as well as of course the women who love to uh, you know uh, who receive their work um, so that's that's one and then similarly there's something else uh that we do for uh, women business owners so you know as an extension of what we do online we also bring women together in real world spaces mm-hmm. so did this 
like how did it start when when did it start and you know can you take us through the beginning of uh, your journey entirely uh, sure so i mean we're almost uh, a decade old now um but uh, you know we began uh, so i mean when when i say we it was just really me mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was just a one person uh, show then and mm-hmm. uh, i started off uh, because i felt that there was a real paucity of uh, you know original um and interesting and grounded uh, content for women mm-hmm. uh, so the women's magazines that existed at the time were really uh, very focused on beauty and celebrity mm-hmm. um and i felt that uh, you know while we can certainly all be inspired by celebrities or you know be interested in their work uh, we're also really interested in the lives of other women around us mm-hmm. so um i felt that there was a space for you know the good bad and ugly of women's lives to be reflected so mm-hmm. everything about us not just the glossy bits you know so that's how i invited a few fellow bloggers at the time to join me and you know contribute to the portal and we uh, began and at that time i was still working as a communications consultant so i i kind of started this as a side hustle mm-hmm. um and 2015 uh, is when it really you know took off uh, as a full fledged company with a larger team mm-hmm. um and so on you know when i realized that uh, this was scaling up this was attracting a very large audience and you know women were really enjoying it they were really finding a place where they could be themselves find like minded women find like um you know find content and stories that really resonated with them that they felt were true mm-hmm. so i realized that it it needs the attention of you know being a full fledged brand a company uh, you know a professional team behind it and we started expanding mm-hmm. so this started in 2010 as a Correct. as a side project for as you. a side hustle so, yes so yes. so you were uh, where were you working before that or I mean, I right. should start with the very first and the basic question: uh, Where are you? You know, where have where have you come from? Are you based right now? Where did you do your graduation, and like those sort of things? Sure. So, um, I live in Bangalore. Uh, that's where I'm based now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am originally a Chennai girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, I came to Bangalore for my graduation. So. Uh, and i guess fell in love with the city so despite all the traffic and everything it's still <laughs> my favorite place to be um and uh, i i studied here i did my uh, graduation in journalism and literature and psychology mm-hmm. and then i went on to do a masters at the mudra institute of communication in ahmedabad mm-hmm. uh, post which i had a corporate career so i i i am basically a trained marketing professional mm-hmm. so i've largely worked in uh, marketing including market research business development consulting uh and i did that for about a decade and i was still um working as a freelance communication consultant for smbs mm-hmm. uh which is when i started women's web as a side project so and then in 2015 you were fully working on women's web and uh did you have a job were you working somewhere else as well during that time or no from 2015 no. No, I I was full uh, time on Women's Web. My uh, co-founder Anju Jairam joined mm-hmm. me at the end of uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we realized that we need uh, multiple people to wear multiple hats. Yeah. Uh, you know, if this had to grow as a venture, and then we slowly started hiring for various roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in 2014, in fact, we began hiring slowly, but we accelerated after 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
yeah so that's how we've grown so and we added um, events in 2015 one question well. that i want to ask is because you know this this was something that even uh, we faced while we were looking to grow our team at pfa so for first two years it was just uh, the two of us working on this and uh, we we did have interns and volunteers sometimes but <coughs> when we right. were looking to hire people you know for full time how do you uh, you know decide if somebody would be equally passionate uh, to come on board and work for you and and i would like to start especially because uh, your co-founder your co-founder joined you uh, after you started this so how did you decide that you know you your co-founder uh, is equally passionate about the work and the goal that you have and the vision that you have for women women's web um right i mean uh, so i i mean that is a difficult uh, uh, problem to have for most people uh, like i do know it's not easy to figure it out and there are mm-hmm. no kind of like you know there's there's no 10 point list that you can tick mm-hmm. things off on mm-hmm. uh, but i do feel that uh, sometimes these things happen organically like for instance i always felt that being a single founder was uh, limiting in some ways mm-hmm. but i i never really met the right person until 2014 mm-hmm. and uh, anju simply you know came to us as a writer and she happened to write something which went viral okay uh, in fact she wrote about uh, you know a woman from kerala who uh, shunned uh, gold jewelry and went with, went in for you know coconut shell jewelry for her wedding mm-hmm. and uh, that piece went absolutely viral and that's how i connected with anju mm-hmm. um then i figured out that she was a marketing professional on a career break mm-hmm. um so of course she came from a very indu- different industry than i did so we mm-hmm. had slightly different backgrounds um but you know nonetheless uh, i i discovered that she was a marketing professional and i happened to be looking for somebody to help me with marketing mm-hmm. uh because you know i was wearing the editorial uh, you know and product building hats mm-hmm. um so she came on board uh, as a consultant and you know she started working with us and then Uh, I really liked her and I thought that she brought in some excellent uh, you know things that we really needed. Mm-hmm. So I mean it was just <laughs> I would say it was serendipity and pretty much one thing led to another. Mm-hmm. Uh but I think uh, maybe one of the things that help is you know shared goals. Um and when I say shared goals I don't just mean in terms of uh, you know uh, what you want the product to look like or community to look like mm-hmm. uh, but also in terms of personally you know what are you willing to do about it like things like for example if you are at a you know stage where you're pre profitability um, then how long are you willing to wait uh, you know what are you willing to what trade offs are you willing to make in order to get to where you need to get to so mm-hmm. i think having some of these conversations certainly helps okay okay and then i mean it would be it would be similar for when you were hiring for different roles uh, in the team right i mean or was it different uh, little similar but also different in some ways in the sense that uh, uh, i i don't think you can quite figure out as if somebody is as passionate as you because at mm-hmm. the end of the day you know i am a founder and for somebody else yes they could be very passionate about it but it also needs to meet certain you know uh, needs in their life which could be money which could be um you know a certain kind of uh, lifestyle which could be work life balance mm-hmm. uh, which could be the nature of the work so i think the expectations as an employee are a little different mm-hmm. so uh, passion for the job is one thing but uh, if the other things also uh, align like if you know uh, how the kind of team that they want to be a part of mm-hmm. the work culture if all those things align i think that's also 
uh, somewhere as important as you know just being passionate about the work itself mm-hmm. so now uh, in 2020 how how big is the team and you know what kind of responsibility does everyone play and are you all guys based out of bangalore or it's some of you work right. remotely as well so before i come to the team maybe i should also talk about the community yeah, because yeah, uh, we are a you know community powered platform mm-hmm. so while we you know have a core team we have uh, 10000 plus contributors on the platform wow uh yeah and today in two languages and you know very soon we should be present in other languages as well mm-hmm. so right now we're in english and hindi mm-hmm. uh so these are the women who women and some men i i should say uh women men and you know people of all uh, genders in fact uh who have made uh, women's web their home mm-hmm. uh who feel that it is a safe and comfortable place for them to contribute mm-hmm. uh so one is you know while we have a certain core team we can draw upon this much much larger team of you know contributors from around the world correct and mm-hmm. uh, the core team itself is about uh 10 plus uh, some people on you know uh, uh retainer roles and things like that but yes mm-hmm. that's about the size of the team today so these ten- which includes these- basically editorial marketing social media accounting all of that okay okay so these contributors these are from across the globe or these are only from india what states how are these and how in in what way other than obviously uh, you know uh, being part of the workshops or these events uh, how else can these uh, people contribute to women's web is what i would like to know sure so uh, we are an indian platform so mm-hmm. in that sense the majority of our contributors are indian okay uh, but they could be based in any part of the world okay uh, majority from india but a sizable number from you know wherever there is an indian diaspora like the united states mm-hmm. or the uk or you know the middle east mm-hmm. and so on southeast asia all of that uh so contributors are part of the community in multiple ways uh so obviously they contribute by creating uh you know uh, content for the community to read mm-hmm. so it's essentially you read what you like because you are part of creating it mm-hmm. um and of course uh you know they um, participate in the community by giving other contributors feedback um then of course like i said you know they are part of our events mm-hmm. uh we also regularly uh, offer back opportunities uh to contributors uh to work with us in different ways on a project basis okay so for example we just recently completed a research project for a client where okay. we were looking at the expectations of working women in india okay now uh, that project was really uh, you know fulfilled in part by our contributors okay. so depending on so our contributors come from very different walks of life so you could have a banker you could have somebody who's a a freelance writer you mm-hmm. could have somebody who's working in the hospitality industry mm-hmm. so we work in a range of projects so depending on the you know expertise that is needed we also rope in the contributors in the form of uh, paid assignments on all these projects okay okay so in in these different ways uh, anybody can you know contribute to women's web and be part of uh, women right. do you guys use a short form called ww or something of that sort or no everyone calls it women's web only uh <laughs> <laughs> largely we call it women's web uh, although of course you know uh, contributors and the larger community may have their own uh, 
sort of ways of referring to us yeah because when i was chatting with chitja you know about this convert that i want to speak to aparna and have her on the show so i was i always used ww as you know ww is founder and editor uh, chief editor that way but uh, yeah i think i i think i uh, want to move on to different set of questions here uh, and there was sure. uh, there was a discussion that was happening in our team and we were while we were deciding as to uh, whom to invite uh, on this month's uh, you know all episodes uh, the initial idea was that we will have all uh, women guest uh, on in this entire month where we thought as to why do we have uh, you know this uh, this thought process and this entire uh, thinking that we have to celebrate uh, women during this month itself so i uh, really want to understand from someone like you is how is how can we ideally celebrate uh, women's day and you know uh, embrace this uh, gender equality throughout the year and not just you know just on this particular day or a week or a month so how how can individuals or brands or communities can celebrate women's day uh, is what i want to understand from you sure uh, so the way i look at it uh, you know obviously i think everybody would agree that you know it's not enough to just celebrate women on this one mm-hmm. day uh and of course the origins of this day uh, itself come from a place where you know it was considered important to uh, so it began as a, a commemoration of uh, the hard work of uh, you know uh, women out at work mm. uh and uh, from there it has grown into something else today where uh, you know uh, in some places we think that it's just enough to have fun on this one day or hand out roses to women or mm-hmm. you know uh some some freebies or something like that but it, to me it's really not about that to me it becomes meaningful if uh communities and organizations use it to uh you know do some thinking around uh what are the you know practical changes that they would like to bring in their own sphere of work mm-hmm. i mean to give you an example if i were a you know a, a organization uh you know an, an organizational ceo then uh and a good uh, you know way to look at celebrating women's day could be to look at the gender diversity ratio and and we do know that it's dismal in fact the numbers of all women uh, in the paid workforce in india are at, are just at i think 23% yeah. according to the last uh, you know uh, data from the uh, international labor organization mm-hmm. so uh, now if i were a ceo uh, i could look at that and say that okay if uh, you know currently 25% of my workforce is women mm-hmm. and uh, only 14 uh, you know percent of my uh, people in senior roles um, are women then can i look at setting targets saying that this is what we are going to do to get the presence of women across levels and specifically mm-hmm. in leadership roles uh, up to a certain percentage by such and such a time and mm-hmm. women's day can be a, a time to you know either set those targets reflect on those targets Uh, put in place certain initiatives which will help us move closer to those targets now of course it's not that we cannot do this at any other time but i think it is to me it is more of a timely reminder to do certain things okay okay so uh, and as individuals if not as organizations let's say uh, how can we as individuals let's say if uh, 
my sister i like how how do i celebrate it with my sister or my mother what do you think as how as individuals uh, men should celebrate uh, international women's day uh, i think like uh, for me personally i feel that you know uh, a lot of uh, what uh, women face as challenges in the outside world is actually reflected at home mm-hmm. and uh, of course i'm not referring to you know any one yeah, individual yeah. but the reality is that most families are organized in a certain way mm-hmm. where women's labor for example is completely unacknowledged mm-hmm. so you know everybody else usually gets a break on sunday but you know the for most homemakers that is the busiest day yeah, yeah. so again especially for men and given that even today men are brought up with such a lopsided uh, division of labor at home mm-hmm. uh, i think it's a really good uh, maybe you know really look at what is the work that your mother is doing or your sister is doing and mm-hmm. uh, it's a good time to reflect on uh, you know whether that is really fair mm-hmm. uh, i mean perhaps you think that you're doing uh, you know fair share of work but some mm-hmm. things are so um, you know uh, sort of conditioned in us that we don't yeah. even realize how lopsided it is yeah, so i mean yeah. like a good way to start would be to uh, you know maybe uh, take over one chore that you know somebody else is doing and say that okay i'm i'm going to take that over and not just mm-hmm. for today but you know i'm like every sunday i'm going to you know cook so that my yeah, mom has yeah, a break yeah. so this is this is something that uh, we did in our family last year so every sunday uh, i think last year as well women's day no i think that was on a friday or a tuesday so we had decided in our family that every sunday you know either me and my dad we are going to cook or we are going to order from outside uh so that you know my mom gets a little break uh during uh during at least one day of the week but yeah i yeah, i mean don't you don't you agree with me that this sounds like a very small thing in the larger scheme of things but is, uh, i think having a day off yeah. from work a week is something that every person should be entitled to yeah yeah i think it is very i think it would i would also consider like a negligible effort because you know uh, just one meal out of all the you know entire week's meal is 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 not very equivalent to the efforts that my mother puts in for us throughout the week so yeah i think so that's why even i was thinking about what can be different ways uh, to you know celebrate uh, women's day at an individual level if not right. at you know a community level also i'm going right. to uh, move on to asking you this question as to uh, who in india currently do you think uh, it can be organizations or you know uh, individuals as well do you think uh-huh. are doing some great work to bring in gender equality or you know to even start conversations or initiate uh some ideas for gender equality uh whom do you think uh, are doing some good work in the country currently hmm okay uh, i mean at the risk of sounding a little immodest i must say that we bring up a lot of those conversations in the online space mm-hmm. um and uh, i mean this is not to say that you know we are doing such a fantastic job it's not about that mm-hmm. but i'm just seeing the amount of interest that women have women and men have today in talking about these issues mm-hmm. uh, so that's uh, i'm really glad to see that you know so many things which even 5 years ago we were never talking about i mean simple things like for example uh you know we had one post which uh, keeps getting shared that why do women eat last 
I mean, again, you know, these are very simple things inside families that we are conditioned to that the mother serves garam garam fulke to yeah, everybody yeah. and then, you know, eats at the end. Yeah. So, I mean, small things like this, talking about these is also a way to further gender equality is, you know, my feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from this, of course, there are like some stellar organizations doing uh, excellent work on ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to single out uh, like just one. Mm-hmm. Um but I think, uh, I mean, I would just like to name like a few people that I've met. Like, um, I met this lady recently called uh, Pragya Prasoon, who is running the Atijivan Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, not um, necessarily just gender equality, but she's doing fantastic uh, work in the area of supporting uh, acid attack victims. Okay. Um, you know, something that uh, women, uh, like a horrible, horrible problem that women in this country face mm-hmm. far more often than we realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's de- doing some excellent work there in ensuring that women get access to uh, you know skin grafting Mm -hmm. so that's one person that I met recently in fact just a couple of months ago whom I personally found very inspiring Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course there are so many like that and you know one of the advantages of the work that I do is that I'm in a position where I can uh, actually meet and interact with people like this which really makes my day yeah yeah I think when I was part of uh, uh, as, as an audience at the Orange Flower Festival I could also listen to all those inspiring stories that different uh, women from across the country you know are doing currently and I, I just felt that people should know more about these guys and people should know about the work that uh, they are doing so I think in in that way uh, I would also like to appreciate you and the work that you guys do at Women's Web that because of you all I could listen to such inspiring stories and you know I I met some great uh, entrepreneurs as well at the event and uh, I really want to ask you this now that uh, do you feel that at least now as a country or you know as a society we are enabling uh, women to be more entrepreneurial or uh, let uh, you know have have more freedom for women in the country currently if 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 that might be even at a smaller extent that's okay but i just want to know your opinion that are we going forward in terms of gender equality or we are still there where we were in 2010 or 15 or let's say 2019 no i think we're definitely moving forward in the sense that uh i'm not sure whether anybody is enabling women to do it i think it's also a question of women are enabling each other and women are simply not willing to keep waiting yeah, you know yeah. so uh, like i said i i meet all uh, kinds of women from very different backgrounds i read about so many of them through the stories that they share with us and one of the things that i see is that you know increasingly women are forging their own paths so there mm-hmm. are so many women for example where i see uh, that you know they're coming from families that do not really encourage them do not really support them but nonetheless they're building their own support networks mm-hmm. of course it would be much much easier for us if families supported women's dreams so I mean simple thing for example we see is like even today a lot of families will tell a girl that why do you want to go for an MBA MBA is expensive Mm -hmm. you know I need that money for your wedding Mm -hmm. right so even today it's not that we don't see things like this but um, I feel that uh, definitely there is movement there are uh, perhaps more families that are willing to support women's dreams Mm -hmm. Uh, and yes women are also pushing harder against the system and saying that you know what whether you like it or not i'm going to do this okay okay and and i think uh, 
have to share you a story uh, recently on my family uh, whatsapp group my sister shared an article which uh-huh. was uh, i i don't remember the exact headline but it was something that instead of spending your money on your daughter's wedding invest in her business invest in your yeah, daughter's yeah. business and i think and when i read that and that was by women's web and i was like oh wow my sister is sharing this in the family group so that was so uh, you know inspired i mean that is a piece that is you know uh, been shared thousands and thousands of times people just love it it's very simply and beautifully written but the sentiment just resonates because it's just women saying that you know what we don't need you to pay for that grand wedding that's okay but first let us fulfill our dreams of being the people that we want to be not somebody's wife or you know somebody's mother or somebody's sister as our only identity and i think you know articles and conversations like these will eventually bring in uh, actions in the society so uh, these articles are so important and i have to tell you that you know you guys are doing some really great job because even shitija keeps on sharing me uh, some very interesting and inspiring articles from uh, women's web uh, thank you bhavan that's and, so nice to hear and i actively follow you guys uh, on you know twitter as well and facebook and instagram too so i again a personal story that i have to share is i was not very sure of you know if i have uh-huh. to attend orange flower festival because i felt like oh no probably this is only for women <laughs> and maybe i'm 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 not allowed over there but no everyone who's listening to this podcast you guys can definitely go to the workshops or events that that women women's web uh, they host or I think the articles are uh, that are written on your site are also important to be read by uh, men and other uh, gender identities I would say because uh, it's it's not just the responsibility uh, of women to you know uh, talk about it but when we also share about it and when we also talk about it uh, that's when the actual gender equality will come into picture So right I mean I don't see any reason why you know men shouldn't be part of these conversations and uh, I don't think you know we like we're going to get there very slowly if we don't have men by our side like supporting us so uh, I think we could move so much faster if we had more men involved in the conversation yeah yeah and I think we would slowly probably this year we will start uh, you know uh, going forward in this direction but uh, Yeah thank you so much Aparna uh, uh for doing this conversation uh I, once this episode is out I'm going to reply on that message in our family group that hey go listen to the founder <laughs> of this women's web uh community that you know this article has been shared but uh, uh yeah I'm really grateful for you to do this conversation on such a short notice so thank you once again for doing that uh and anything else that you want to say before we end this conversation is there anything that we missed out on i know i i had a lot of fun talking i'm just curious that you know as uh, a platform for artists mm-hmm. uh, how do you see the role of uh, art in uh, you know talking about gender equality i think one when we start conversations around this it definitely then uh, turns into action uh, because i very strongly talk about and write about activism uh, 
to just define activism in a word would be like uh, we used music or design to talk about the social issues that are there in the country or political issues that are there in the country so when we start talking about it uh, writing about it or just sharing about it uh, somewhere it it initiates a thought in somebody else's mind mm-hmm. and then they become uh, cautious of their words or their actions towards the society so i think when we start talking about uh, gender equality uh, eventually it's going to uh, you know ignite those <coughs> thoughts in everyone's mind and then they would become cautious about it so i think that's one way uh, i would say we we can use art for gender equality or let's say for climate change or anything else as well mm-hmm. so okay. that's something that i think great great thanks so much pawan it was really fun talking to thank you thank you so much so everyone who's listening to this podcast you can go to spotify google podcast apple podcast hubhopper castbox or any other app that you use to listen to your podcast or any other songs like uh, there is gana jio someone wherever whatever app that you use you will find this episode over there uh, just search for when we met and uh, yes thank you so much for listening and thank you so much once again aparna uh, and i think i am going to just insert the music in 3 2 1 yeah go cool.